Welcome to Parsha in Progress. I'm Abigail Pogrebin, author of My Jewish Year. And I'm Rabbi Dov Linzer, president of Yeshivat Chovei Torah Rabbinical School. And we are two very different Jews talking about the same Torah together. Hello, Dov. Hey, Abby. We are in Chaye Sara. Right. We we only pick the parshas that start with the ch sound. Let's do it together. Chaye Sara. We got so, Noach Lech Lecha and right. now Chaye Sara. So bonding. <laughs> So we are in Chaye Sarah, which translates to... The life of Sarah, but Sarah, but Abraham's wife, but it really opens with her death. Right, right. which, which that's so Judaism, Well, it says this right? is the life of Sarah, and then it says she lived 127 years, and she died, and then it opens with the story of Abraham looking for a place to bury her. Right, and I'm going to be reading not about her burial, but later mm-hmm. we're talking about when Isaac wants a wife. Right, or Abraham decides it's time to find a wife for Isaac. Okay, so we have Abraham's like, it's time for you to get a wife. I'm sending my servant to look for you. Right. Which is a lot of faith. Well, he doesn't even talk to Isaac. Isaac is like just being talked about. Okay, he's off scene and he say, brings his, calls his servant I'm making over. a match for you. Exactly. I need you to go find a wife for my son Isaac. Uh, this was, the, the verse says it was his trusted servant because giving a lot of trust to somebody to make that decision, who is the right woman. Okay, and you've teed us up perfectly. We're in Genesis 24, 13. Here I stand by the spring, who is I? The servant. As the daughters of the townsmen come out to draw water. Let the maiden, to whom I say, please lower your jar that I may drink, and who replies, drink, and I will also water your camels. Let her be the one whom you have decreed for your servant, Isaac. Meaning, the person who offers you water, and not just you, but your camels, that is the woman for Isaac. Right. Thereby shall I know that you have dealt graciously with my master. He had scarcely finished speaking when Rebekah, who was born to Betuel, the son of Milcha, or Milcha, the wife of Abraham's brother Nahor, that's a lot of names, but we don't need to keep track. Basically, Rebekah came out with her jar on her shoulder, and when she had let him drink his fill, she said, I will also draw for your camels until they finish drinking. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) She passed the test. Exactly. And she went on. There is plenty of straw and feed at home and also room to spend the night. So she even goes beyond him, beyond the camels, Mm -hmm. to basically say, come and stay with us. Exactly. The hospitality is extraordinary. Exactly. So it's an interesting question in the text. Is this just like a divine sign? The servant was praying to God and saying, this is how I know who you, God, have chosen to be Isaac's mate if she answers this way. So, you know, it was a sign from God. Or was it really... No, somebody who has this quality of kindness, you know, that's what I'm really looking for. So I think they're like both things are going on here. So can you think of any instances, Abby, when you were able to do something sort of uh, Rebecca-like? Well, I think yeah, there's, it's hubris to say so, but I, in my own private compass, am trying to do that at least once a week. Really? Yeah, I mean, just in terms of my volunteering uh-huh. and knowing that when I have to show up, which I do for, for this program every week, it's not always convenient. Mm. And there are times where I don't feel like going and there are times where it's hard to go or the kids that I'm mentoring are not necessarily responsive. It's not necessarily all perfect, mm-hmm. but it just feels like they're, that's not the point. The point uh. is not my convenience or my comfort level or, you know, or the ease of it. It's just that you know, again, you're supposed to be giving, going beyond giving the water. I think that's really a good point, and the idea of structuring the time, because to me, 
the hardest is when you're busy with your own stuff, right? And somebody and is making and, time and, and making time, and somebody sort of is just intersected with what you're doing and is asking you to redirect yourself. I mean, I'm remembering one time I was downtown and some elderly woman was asking me for directions. I could explain it, but I wasn't sure she would, you know, be able to find her way. And I wound up walking with her for like 20 minutes to make sure she knew where she was going. And she got to the subway, and you know, I that's would a Rebecca say, moment. Yeah, right. But all along, I was sort of saying like, oh, I can't believe what I just got myself into. <laughs> But, you know, but also saying, no, I'm supposed to be doing this and this is the right thing. So I right. think that, you didn't invite her to sleep over, though. <laughs> right. That is true. But I, I think you're right. Like to create structures in our day when we do that is maybe a little bit lower hanging fruit. I mean, it's not that low, but it's a little bit easier than it's really hard when like you're just in your rush and you need to be redirected. Right, but you also realize, I mean, it's that we all say, I don't, I can't possibly add this. Mm. But then you realize if it's built in, then if you make it, it will be. You right, know? right. That's a good point. What and about the fact, though, that Rebecca, for all of this chesed, ends up being the one, we talked about this last year, who deceives her own husband and mm. entreats her son Jacob to steal the birthright and do this you know, very deceptive thing. I mean, just squaring her hmm. as a matriarch and a role model is hard for me. These two Rebecca's. Well, let's also remember, I mean, that sort of brings us to that next parsha. but she also is the one that got the divine message that Jacob would be the chosen son, you know? So she, the, the dynamics playing out there of sort of trying to ensure... Yeah, she's fulfilling some, some yeah, divine God, direction? Yeah, I mean, the, the that parsha starts with her having the twins sort of causing her agony as she's carrying them and she's seeking out the Lord. And it says, the Lord said to her, you know, it seems like God speaks directly to her and says, you know, that the older one will serve the younger one. But that doesn't mean you have to actually engineer some kind of deception in order to make it come about. Right. This right. is the person who brought the camel's water. She doesn't know the difference <laughs> between, you know, doing something good and something you wouldn't want your kids to emulate. But I guess it also goes to what you were saying about Abraham. Abraham's not perfect. He's chosen, but it doesn't mean He's, he's without blemish. Right. And this is the person who argues on behalf of humanity uh, in Sodom and Gomorrah, but does not argue when God tells him to sacrifice yeah. his son. I mean, I guess Rebecca is human too. In that yeah, sense. I mean, there are complex characters. I mean, I'm sure you know people that can be very generous one minute and very sort of cruel and callous the next. And I think uh, like... Uh, I think of you, yeah. Dove. <laughs> yeah, I mean, here I was thinking of you. So. I want to ask you a question, though, because let's talk about the fact that this wasn't just this beautiful quality, but this was the quality that was being looked at for a mate. And I guess I would ask you, like, to you, is kindness the core quality you think that uh, we should be looking for in a mate? How, If you had to pick that one test, You know, it's a good question it now that I have kids in their 20s, and though they are not close to marrying— I do think about like what I would want them to find. Mm. Um, I feel lucky enough to have found someone who has kind of all of these qualities that I admire. But I, when I think about how I evaluated my husband when I first met him, it wasn't necessarily the kindness. I mean, obviously, I thought he was a nice guy. Right. But there were so many other things that I think, I, in a way, that society tells us to look for um, a sense of humor, a sense of also being a self self-starter in the world, you know, doing interesting things, being able to talk about about stuff in a way that that is alive and and not necessarily like how does he treat other people right. and and even knowing how I would have weighed that. I mean, eventually you see that and it's it's something you fall in love with, but I'm not sure it's the first thing. Mm. That's the test. So if you had to say to your kids, 
the most important thing, aside from anything else, is that your husband, your wife should be X. What would you say? Honestly, I would say you want someone you want to talk to every day, mm. which in a way to me encompasses kindness, but you can be very kind and very dull, <laughs> honestly. And I think that you end up being in a way unkind because mm. you're, you're not Interesting. engaged. Interesting. Um, but that maybe that's like going too much into my therapy. What about you? So I think somebody, first of all, that's totally devoted to you and wants you to be, you know, devoted to your success and your self-actualization. I think that's a real issue in marriage, right? You know, in terms of how you live with another person. And maybe I think I would say kindness, I would say generosity of spirit, not maybe not exactly kindness to others. You know, I think that marriages present challenges, our kids living with somebody else, life. And I think maybe that's somewhat related to sense of humor, but I think generosity of spirit is key. I certainly feel like my husband is, is kinder than I am. <laughs> that I'm so glad my kids have grown up with someone who has that kind of sense of of what's what's fair and what's just. And that's not something that's necessarily announced every day. It's just what they see. Mm, that's great. All right. Well, Shabbat Shalom, Abby. Shabbat Shalom, Dove. Parsha in Progress is written and hosted by Abigail Pogrubin and Rabbi Dove Linzer. The show is produced by Shira Telushkin and executive produced by Josh Cross and Tablet Magazine. Our music is by Blue Dot Sessions. We'd be so grateful if you'd head over to iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to the show. It helps more people find us. You can also write or fetch to us at this email, Parsha in Progress at tabletmag.com. Thanks for listening.